Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Commercial property investing can be very difficult or it can be really simple. I'm going to share with you my 10 top investing tips if you like or advice on how to invest correctly into commercial property now it all surrounds this myth that we have about tenants right that commercial property is different from residential because residential you buy a house a house is a house and whether you have a tenant or not the value of the house stays now commercial property fluctuates whether you have a tenant whether you don't have a tenant so everything's around how important and how great and how you know key is the tenant yes it is absolutely that is the case and but it is not the end all and be all of it and certain clients when they or certain or some of my clients or certain people going out and searching for a commercial property all they're chasing is the right type of clients or tenants sorry to go into the commercial property or they just want a property with a medical tenant or government tenant or allied health tenant or childcare tenant or petrol stations all they want is that type of tenant and they put their blinkers on it, everything else around it now one of the things that I want to really reach out to you as my listeners is to get you to expand on your knowledge on commercial property get you to understand that commercial property isn't just about one tenant it's not just about live or die by the tenant because if you can create versatility in your property if you can look at the locations of where you're buying and you're buying in at the right property type with future potentials then the tenant you, you do risk yourself away from that tenant and it's always important not to let the tenant have ransom over you and this is why when we look at tenants and look at uh, the tenant spread in a property it's always important Important to make sure that the tenant mix is right so that you're not held ransom by one tenant right so what I'm going to cover in this podcast is about the tenant but also it's about the market cycle so where you are at where the tenant is at in relation to the market cycle the location how that affects the tenant whether you can swap out the tenant or not the yield buying yield in relation to tenant because a lot of people pay really low yields high prices for the right tenant I don't think you should be doing that but you know the market is different so you know uh, everyone's different and the market's telling us yes we should definitely be paying lower yields higher prices for the right tenant I don't necessarily agree with that and there's other strategies around it property type versatility want you to understand capital works in your property and what is going to be a deal breaker what is not going to be a deal breaker understand how rent relates to a tenant whether they're paying on market at market or below market who's paying outgoings and who's not future potential of the property and due diligence about going into the deals eyes wide open understanding that there's more to it than just the tenant yes the tenant is the key but there's also nine other factors that affect the tenant and what you can do with your commercial property and the real smart operators out there know that they can do risk themselves by understanding all the factors that influence the tenant then they can keep their tenants happy by by knowing that they can manipulate those factors, but also that if the tenant should leave, having a versatile premise, having a property that's in demand in a good location, you know, with not so much capital works to be done, but charging the right rent and making sure when I go into the deal, doing the right due diligence and with the right market cycle, we can attract the right tenant in the shortest period of time so that you're not losing out on your deal. 
and this is why you should join me in this podcast. So listen up. This is a recording from a or transcript from my actual YouTube, and it's because I had drawn this out in a whiteboard on my YouTube channel. So if you want to see how it interrelates with each other, join my YouTube channel, watch Commercial Property Roadshow with Helen Tarrant. Otherwise, listen to the audio as I run you through the different types and what you should be paying attention to in each of the factors that affect your tenant and your commercial property. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Property Roadshow. You're here with Helen Tarrant. And what I'm gonna share with you today is the 10 tips for getting started in commercial property investing. Now, they talk about having commercial, it's very different from residential, that it's all about tenant, tenant, tenant. Well, I'm gonna tell you there's a lot more surrounding the magical thing about tenants, right? So I've listed nine other factors that I'm gonna give you tips on for when you start out in a commercial property journey. And this is crucial because if you get any one of these wrong, you are going to be up for thousands of dollars. And this is why you need someone like me in your corner. So let's start out, tenants. Why are they so important? Well, tenants are so important in your commercial property because they give you passive income. They pay you rent, you pay the bank, and the rest is for you to keep. And that's how simple it is to make money in commercial property when you're buying a set and forget property. So the most important thing to do when you start out and you're looking at investing in commercial property is to, number one, understand your tenants. Who they are, what do they do? Where are they located? Are they just one shop? There are many shops, are they a franchise? Are they expanding? Who and what do your tenants do? So Google reviews, stalk your tenants a little bit, check out their services, utilize their services if you can, talk to them. So we do all of that as part of our DD, try to understand who the tenant is. So number one, understand your tenant. But don't be get, don't get stuck on your tenants because if you say, I only want to do medical, that's going to be a 4 to 5% yield. So you got to be flexible. I'm not saying getting fixated on the tenant. I'm just saying know your tenant, number one. Number two, understand market cycle right market cycle where are you in that market cycle so in in the residential space we talk about the property clock in commercial property clocks don't really exist but they have what we call the tenant tier or what i've invented as the tenant tier which talks about the different levels of tenant and the type of returns but what market cycle talks about is where is everybody else at in the actual area you're buying into so you might find certain areas are going from they're going from everyone's going on a three-year lease at the moment, or it might be a cycle at the moment that you might see cafes only taking one-year leases with one-year options, and that the reason for that is that you know there's no confidence in the market. But you might also see that government NDIS tenants are on two-year rolling leases because they are also uh, based on funding. So where are they in the market cycle? They're coming out of their two-year lease, waiting for the waiting for the next funding to happen. Where is this market in that in that little micro area is happening? So are you getting a spike at the moment where there's less vacancies in retail, less vacancies in office space, or less vacancies in the warehouse? And because of that, how is that going to affect the rent that your tenant is going to pay? So it directly links to your tenant. So know your market cycle. Number two, know your market cycle. Location. Number three, understand your location. Understand the pros and cons of your location. Nothing is 100%. You've got to know what's your pros, what's your cons of your location, how that affects your tenant, and how you're going to re-tenant in the future should your current tenant leave as well. Number four, we're going to talk about yield. Yield is a return. Yield is return on the money you put into the property and what the rent the tenant is paying indirectly to the purchase price. Now, yield is not everything, even though a lot of us chase yields and returns in the commercial property space. It is by far not everything because 
It's directly related to the type of tenant, the location, the market cycle, and everything else here on this table. Uh, but yield with more yield, more risk, less yield, less risk, right? So in this sense, what you're gonna see is what you're gonna see is that you're gonna see that you, know, you have to find the appropriate yield for the type of tenant that you have, right? Now, property type. Property type is your fifth thing. Property type. Does the property touch? match your tenants right property type is it versatile is it going to let you put a new tenant in there how much fit out do you need is it does it need um is it a good location is it a property type suitable for the area and the type of tenant you want to attract so property type as well versatility is really important can you go from a dentist to a barber to a cafe to a government tenant right is your is your premise going to be that versatile so Find versatility in your premise or find an extra strategy that you can use if your tenant does end up leaving. Capital works. This is all part of your DD, but going it with eyes wide open is always the best way to do any deal, whether it's commercial or residential. And the reason for that is eyes wide open, capital works, right? How much capital works is there? Right? Is it immediate? 12 months, 24 months, or five or 10 years down the track. Five or 10 years down the track, you just amortize it and build it in. It's not a deal breaker. And the reason for that is because, you know, the rise of your tenant's rent, the rise of your capital gains, you just got to amortize. It's kind of a maintenance. Like if you have a residential, you're going to maintain it. Have a commercial, you're going to maintain it. So right, capital works. There's nothing that is going to kill you in the next 12 to 24 months. Then it's not a deal breaker, but it's about how you treat that. You know, you don't want a fifty thousand dollar roof repair to come in, you know, year two. But if it comes in year seven, then you can prepare for something like that. Rent, rent, understand market rent. Why is understanding market rent so important? Well, do you know if your tenant's paying on market, below market? Is there a way to adjust the rent? Or maybe they've got incentives that's built in already. Maybe their rent is higher because they're paying for out. Um, they're paying for some outgoings as part of the gross rent. Or maybe they're paying you know, net rent, but they're paying higher rent because they've had a fit out done and they're amortizing that as well. So understand how your rent is made up and understand that what your tenant's paying for what you're paying for so that you are crystal clear when you're going in and you're liaising with your tenant as well. Future potential of the property. Do you want future potential or not? That's actually one of the key questions. Do you pay for future potential? Do you not pay for future potential? That's really important because some people, if you pay, if you buy in development site, you're absolutely paying for future potential, right? If you are buying a site that has natural capital growth or in a really key area capital growth that is also uh that is sort of future potential people are paying the right yield for it but if you are also buying a property that you actually want to develop or you know you're going to knock it down or you know that you know you're only going to keep it for three years or five years and then knock it down then you know that is a different future potential because it's not something you can gain straight away and you've got to make a decision do you pay for that future potential or do you don't pay for that future potential and you just let it happen right and finally, due diligence. Again, going into the market, going into your deal with eyes wide open. Understanding due diligence, understanding what you need to do. Each and every property is different. Every tenant is different. When you do a franchise tenant, it's different because you're going to try to look at the franchise agreement, try to understand how much they're paying, understand their fit out, understand the rent they're paying, always going to sit above market. Medical tenant is going to be different. Retail tenant is going to be different. Everyone else, every one of these tenants have a different quirk, right? And you have to understand how the due diligence is done for different type of properties, different kind of markets, 
and how hard you can push in different markets. We're in a seller's market. You can't push very hard with your deals because if you do, they're just going to walk away and find someone else, right? There is a level where you can push each and every one of these deals and sometimes that's determined on all of these factors adding in. And that's why these are 10 tips for you to get started in investing in commercial property. So let's recap. Number one, market cycle. Know your market cycle. Well, number one, which is related to the tenant, which should be number one, but market cycle, right? Number two, location. Pros and cons of your location. Understand the pros and cons of your location. Number three, yield is not everything. And with more yield, more risk, uh, more risk, Less yield, less risk. So yield is not everything. Property type. Know what property type you have, what you're looking for. Understand why you need to find properties of that type that is interesting to you. Versatility. Find versatility and exit strategy in your property so that you can always safeguard yourself. Capital works. Eyes wide open. Understanding how much capital works, whether it's a deal breaker or not. Work out what you need to pay in the next 12 to 24 months and amortize the rest. Uh, because there's always going to be maintenance and upkeep your maintenance on your commercial property. Rent, unknow who's paying what, who's paying outgoings, who's not, uh, who is paying a higher rent, a lower rent, in the understanding of tenant, paying above market rent or below market rent. Really understand the type of rent in comparison to everything else your tenant is, is paying, is important. And finding, making sure that it connects right to what your tenant can afford is really important about your tenant having longevity. Finally, we're looking at future potential and due diligence. Future potential, should you pay for future potential right now? Is it a development site? Is it not? Do you want to pay for future potential now or do you pay for security now? What is it that is most important? Understand what future potential is for you and also that comes in with what's your exit strategy. Due diligence. Due diligence varies with each and every tenant and property type. So make sure you understand the tenant, understand the type of due diligence you need to do Understand that you can't push hard. It's about a win-win situation with your vendor and yourself. And finally, going through the process and ticking off everything for your due diligence so that you know that you're buying a secure investment. Finally, after all of these nine things, the 10th thing, which should be number one, that we talked about before, is the tenant. Everything is related to your tenant. Understand, know your tenant, have empathy for your tenant, work together with your tenant to achieve future success. Your tenant is your partner in the success of your commercial property. Do not underestimate that and make sure that you fully understand what your tenant do, empathize with their issues and be the best landlord you can be. Because if you screw your tenant over, you will end up with a vacant space and all the other agents will know and they'll find it hard for you to re-tenant. So be warned that karma do come back to you. Uh, so all those 10 things, they're going to help you make a better commercial property decision. But if you need someone to handhold you and tell you whichever, which one and how the process should be, reach out to me, helentarrant.com or helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au. Let's jump on a strategy session. I can walk you through what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be, what you should be avoiding and the type of property you should be investing in this current market. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.